What's up and welcome to Shop Sounds, a woodworking podcast about nothing. With myself, Nick Key of Key Woodworks, Jason Hibbs of Bourbon Moth, and Keith Johnson, better known as KJ Sawdust. All three of us are on YouTube, Instagram, and TikTok. This is episode 12. Shop Sounds. Welcome our guest, Michael Winslow from Police Academy. Those are all shop sounds. <laughs> Did you say Michael Winslow from Police yeah, Academy? That's what, that's a, that sounded like. Yeah, yeah like that one guy. Yeah, that guy. <laughs> What's up, fellas? Oh, you know. Uh, KJ. Yeah, I'm. You're back in school, buddy. Right? I am back in school. Uh, three days this week. Uh, Is it? I assume it's close enough to your house. You can drive there and come back in the same no, day, no? it's uh two and a half hours from here in connecticut so i've been staying at a buddy's house Whoa. up there uh it was very generous uh let me stay and i just came home yeah so i drove up tuesday morning this week was just three days so i drove up tuesday morning at like five and drove home tonight after class and got home about seven thirty. so i go back monday morning for four days next week and wow so you've had a long you've had a long day yeah i'm a little uh tired and which makes me cranky, so I cannot vouch. For, <laughs> I don't know what's going to be gonna said. Not going to take anything. Yeah, I, I, who knows? Um, well, let me do with you what I do with my son when he gets home from school. Yeah. Tell me something you learned today, buddy. I cut my first dovetail. Wait, first ever? You've never cut no. a dovetail before? Why would you? <laughs> really? <laughs> yeah. Well, that's how I feel, but you're more of like a you know hand tool, hands on kind of guy. Renaissance Maybe hand man. tool, but I yeah. just assumed you've cut a dovetail before i mean nick's even cut a dovetail yeah i've cut a dovetail i i've never cut a dovetail they confuse me and they still do uh so i cut one and the see this instructor and i've never heard of anyone cutting tails first this instructor is tails first and you do not use a coping saw it is a dovetail saw and a chisel and that's it and it is pretty fast i'm not gonna lie why would really? you cut? So what do you do? Just cut like a bunch of lines down and then chisel them off? You cut your lines and then, so you have your marking gauge, which scores the the uh, the depth of your dovetail or the width of, you know, whatever the width of your drawer size is. So you set your, yeah with your marking gauge and your first cut after you make your vertical cuts with your saw is you make like these little punch, um, indentations to your score line and clear that waste out and then chisel down um angling in a little bit and then clean make another pass clearing it stuff out like uh, paring it out flip it over do the same thing and then you basically meet in the middle and there's very little pairing to do since you kind of undercut those two cuts on each side so they meet in the middle and that's it. Like you don't have to take a coping saw and then pare it all down. I'm sure people who use a coping saw are pretty, you know, do it all the time are pretty good and can make a nice straight line across and have very little pairing to clean up. But I guess as a beginner, this guy feels in the time it just took you to describe that. Yep. I could have dominoed like 12 things together. <laughs> Couldn't agree more. <laughs> but it's more about, you know, that the hand, like using so the first like we do every morning now is what he calls hand tool calisthenics where you know you just put a board vertically in the vise draw a bunch of lines on it and just saw to those lines vertically. So that helps you get your form and and kind of some muscle memory in there. And then uh then we went over kind of the how it dovetail, you know, the 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 tail, the pins and the tails. And I still it just confuses me like which way is which and like I know what the tail and the pin is, but yeah. which way is which and what you have to do this one upside down and that. It's just like when you're using the damn dovetail jig. It's like they both have to be face down and one on top of the other or crown molding upside down and backwards. It just it messes with my brain no, a little man, bit. Crown molding's the worst. So I um I went up and saw Ann uh, Briggs one time at her shop when she was still up in Seattle and I was asking her about dovetails and she's like, Oh, let me show you real quick. And in the matter of like, I swear it was like two minutes mm. she cut dovetails in front of me and I was pretty impressed. <laughs> yeah. I mean 
it's one of those things that when you know how to do it and you've practiced it, mm-hmm. I mean, you can bust them out pretty quick. Yeah. I think the problem is like, cause I'm so tall and like a bench, like a normal bench height is so low. I'm like hunched over and it's a concrete floor and you know, I'm an old man. You gotta like, yeah. <laughs> you are, you are cranky. You gotta straighten me back up. Uh, Trying to teach an old dog new tricks. Literally. Yes. Uh, or or old, old, yeah, old tricks. That's more like it. Yeah. <laughs> Very old okay, tricks. Okay. Keeping on the, on the, I'm treating you like a five-year-old. Um. Well, can I have a snack? You know, it might not be fun. It might not be. <laughs> it might snack. not be fun. But did you at least enjoy it? You learned something new. Like it's very enjoyable to know that I'm, I don't have to hurry back to like a day job. So it's kind of yeah. I mm. I, I am enjoying it. Um, I think. So what's the progression? And like you're learning dovetails now. Then are you going to make a box? Yeah, I think so. So then... we don't do a project in this class. However, we will be building okay. like kind of an end table with a dovetail drawer and uh, tapered legs. How is that not a project? Well, because <laughs> right. the reason is because you're going to be using what, like the, the top could be out of cherry, the legs are out of walnut, the drawer is out of pop, like whatever they have laying around. So it's not going to be like something you take also home. Like, oh, I make furniture. It's like a Neapolitan. Yeah, it's like this and that. Yeah, it's, like <laughs> a, it's like a Nick Key special. Yeah. yeah. Like he doesn't, and then you dye and it black. Then you make it black. Red yeah. oak face frame. Yeah. <laughs> Because they don't want Make it to be like for you to over obsess over it, like I like I would ever do that. And so you you, you know you can bang it around; it's not a big deal. Um, but yeah, so you know, it'll be haunched tenons with the aprons said. into the legs, and so yeah, we did some sharpening, which was good. Uh, you know, sometimes you just need someone there to say, "No, you're doing that just wrong." Let me, you know, let me show you, and it's like, oh, that aha moment. So I thought that's what Instagram was for. Sometimes. Right. YouTube is sometimes that as well. But, you know, when the guy's looking at you, like you see him standing there and you're just waiting for him to say something. He's like, you're just standing a little too close to that. That's why it's going off course. You move back a half inch and it's. <laughs> I had a guy comment you know. on a YouTube video today. It was the video I did on my um, miter saw fence. And he's like, um, this is total BS. There's absolutely no reason for a miter saw fence. The fence on the saw is all you need. Anything else is just a complete waste of time. That was my comment, by the way. Was that yeah. your comment? No. <laughs> I agree with that commenter. You do? Yeah. I don't think you need a, a miter saw station fence. You just need a stop block. What if you have... Well, I guess yeah, a fence I mean, is the, I guess a fence block, is yeah. the is the debatable thing. Because it's not a... like. It's not a fence, I guess, at that point. It's not keeping your material straight in line with your saw. It's a, no. yeah. it's a system for holding a stop block is what yeah. it is. Yeah, that's all you really need. You can... so I, guess, I guess he is correct in that. Because it's true, because I even set my fence, so-called fence. I set it back from the fence on the saw because I don't want it in line. Right, that's what I do. Because it messes stuff up. Yeah. Right. So yeah, I guess it's a it's my fault. I mistitled the video. It should not be miter saw fence. It should be elongated stop block holder. Thing. <laughs> that probably doesn't do as well in the search. Or you could have just said, "Do not. you really? Do I really need a miter saw fence?" You know, a little clickbait. Oh, yeah, absolutely. The missed opportunity with a little 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 uh, bourbon moth standing on top of the fence with an inquisitive look. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so you've been doing this class, but I've also been seeing in your stories you've been in uh, in the closet lately. I, yeah, we're recording in the closet. I've been working in the closet. The actually, I think the closet I'm working in is about this size, just uh, about five by five. It is small. My nephews. Was so uh, that done? No, or? I've been so. <laughs> it's so small, and the you know the ceilings in the house are just under, or they're just over eight feet, and these pieces are ninety inches tall. So to get them up the stairs and then under the doorway, stand it back up, get it under the doorway into the closet, and then up onto the platform that I built, it's 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 tweet, quite tweet. Uh, <laughs> yeah. The first piece I made it in, and the second piece I brought it over. We haven't tried it yet, but if my calculations are correct, we have basically. I hope there's only one coat of paint on that ceiling because if there's two, it won't make it. It will not be able to be stood oh, up. Uh, I'm, I'm, you know, That's it's just tight, screwed tight. together, and I used some dominoes for registration. So if I do have to disassemble, it'll be easier. Just pop it back together. But hopefully, I won't have to do that. Uh, the problem is like the corner piece 
where the rods are going to go, like that is a kind of an oversized piece. So that I'm going to have to bring over in pieces, assemble, and then attach. And yeah, it's just uh, it's just awkward working in tight spaces like that. You got to get a little For little sure. creative. And this one time. I was doing a piece for a client in their basement. It was this giant built-in piece. And I went and measured the space, and I measured floor-to-ceiling height, wrote it down, knew I had to leave enough room that I could stand the piece up down there. And then I went home and built the whole thing, and the thing was built in three separate pieces. Well, we go to install it, and the first piece where I measured slides in perfect, Mm -hmm. maybe like quarter, half-inch clearance as we like tilted it up. And then I go to install the second and the third piece and they hit the ceiling because it's this basement. The ceiling sloped from left to right like an uh, inch and a half. Oh, my gosh. Um, And so I was like, dang, that's when I learned you need to measure multiple places on the ceiling. But <laughs> what, we had to, what we had to do <laughs> is um, I went around and I had to measure the height of the ceiling like everywhere in the basement. And then we had to stand it up like across the room. In the tallest spot. And then like shimmy it over after we got it stood up in the tallest spot. Like, yeah, push it across on the carpet over to where it was supposed to be. And then, yeah, it fit that way. But at one point we got it wedged between the floor and the ceiling. It was like stuck. And we were like reaming on it, trying to get it out. And and the the homeowner the (laughs) the homeowner came down and not only is it wedged between the floor and the ceiling it's wedged between the floor and the ceiling like 15 feet away from where it's even supposed to go (laughs) like across the room not even by the door where we brought it in in, like the room in a random spot and the homeowner comes down and this thing's stuck and i just sure they thought like we were crazy and all she asked is if we wanted something to drink and then left (laughs) i don't even know if she noticed but she had no idea no idea yeah, but what we had to do on one of them, because by we, the time we got to the end one, um, we couldn't find any place to tilt it up. And I was going to put some trim along the edge where it met the wall anyways, and we had to like make a miter on the back corner. That is my option too, is literally, because it may yeah. just be that right angle corner that's going to hit. If I just take a router with a chamfer bit and just zoop, like. The end, you know, yep. the top corner and the sides, like it might make All it. I had was a multi-tool with me, so that's what did <laughs> oh the Oh, my God. Four <laughs> hours later. <laughs> and no, it, was not, it was not pretty. Oh, but wait, you mean like a, what, like a pocket knife multi-tool or like a feign multi-tool? No, like a, yeah. Like oscillating? A, oh, yeah, okay. oscillating. Right. Yeah. Oh, man, still. Not a, not like a leather. Oh, that's right. That Leatherman multi Swiss Army knife. That's all I had. Yeah, no, no. 137 hours later. Yeah. Well, yeah, so that's the life of uh, <laughs> built-ins, I guess. And then, you know, I yeah, still well, got to... good luck with that. And it's still face frame, and, and I already primed kind of everything, but got to paint, a couple coats of paint. I'm getting, going to try the emerald uh, enamel that you use. Uh, I've never used it before, but high praise from you. So, it's, you know, because I got to spray the door yeah, fronts, like and I got to... So, and spray all the shelves. So I can do, you know... I don't have to do a lot of a lot of hand work. It's just mostly the What are you um using to spray? I have a three stage Earlex HVLP. Ooh. Earlex. Nice. I do thin that uh um, I thin it every time. That stuff down. Yeah. yeah. I usually yeah. usually use a little water and a little bit of extender just so it doesn't dry too oh, fast. Yeah. But yeah, I wish I I I really need a four or five stage. But no, typical latex paint like that, I can get it to to spray okay with a one and a half or a two millimeter nozzle or uh, what needle. Are you, what are you using for for the extender? Either Benjamin Moore makes one, or I think Floetrol is the other name brand. Okay, you know, it just promotes a little more drying. I mean, uh, the dry time isn't as fast, so it extends right, the dry. Right. <laughs> Whatever. It extends. <laughs> it extends it. the open time. Right, right. So it doesn't atomize as soon as it hits the surface. Yeah, right. Yeah, it kind of gives it a little more time to level out, too. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. So we'll see. So order. Well, good luck with that, Thank man. you. I'm, uh, you know, I haven't done that. Wait, are you going to spray in the no, closet? No, no. Oh, okay. No. Don't be ridiculous. If man. I had, like, well, a I set, mean, if I had, like. If it was you, I wouldn't. 
It wouldn't put it past Jason. Quite an air, quite an air scrubber, and you know, could get some ventilation out the window. I, but listen, I'd much rather spray, and then just once everything's in, spray them. You know, tape everything off, spray. Because it wouldn't even take yeah. much to to tape off the ceiling. You know, we have like four square feet of ceiling and a little bit of and the flooring. You know, there's really not much wall space. It'd be a pretty quick. Tape and you job. should do that. It's just my. I don't think my sister's gonna go for that. That's gonna. The fumes <laughs> are gonna be a little overwhelming. <laughs> Yeah, that would be gnarly in a tiny closet. I mean, even with an HVLP that doesn't have a ton of overspray, that's still going to be. Yeah, it's just, you just don't have the I ventilation wouldn't. or a $1,000 air scrubber. You know, I just don't have it. Just open a window. Oh. And a fan, right? A fan with a filter on the yeah. back? A, bo- a box fan, filter. Just wheel your dust collector in there, <laughs> suck it, it on with yeah. the hose, and suck it all into the okay. bag. Would you guys mind taking a week vacation and coming back? <laughs> right. We'll have it all get some aromatherapy candles going in here. It'll all be gone. Nice new closet. Yeah. So now we picked up an ionizer this week. Do you know what those are? Yeah. Is that that little flashy thing that makes you forget things? <laughs> I maybe. I saw a red light and then I forgot what it was that I ordered. I oh, and man. Michael what what's his name? Will Smith was in my house. Oh boy. Tommy Lee Tommy Jones. Lee Jones. And then I don't remember anything. Yeah. Uh, no, my ionizer, we got this thing. It's like an air filter for your house. It like purifies your air, except that it, it, I guess it puts like an ozone of some sort or like negative ions mm. out to clean the air. So we've been running it in my boy's room because his room smells like a, like a filthy pig because <laughs> he's like a boy's you know, room. Yeah. Right. A, a boy's room. And sure enough, it smells so much better in there. Hmm. It's crazy. So we moved it out to the living room, but it has that smell. Like you walk out there and you're like, what is that? What's that smell? Like new car smell? It's Yeah. It's like new house, new car, new life smell, like all wrapped <laughs> up in one. It's, I have a friend who does like auto detailing just on the side, just kind of as a side hustle and he does it from his house. And he's got this machine that he like seals up the car and sticks in the yeah. car and it's like an ozone machine that's what this it is like completely eliminates any smell in yeah. the car and it makes it smell like a brand new car that's what this thing is huh yeah it's the exact same thing it's an ionizer it's crazy i don't know what kind of technology is in there but it's, the only thing i i can see running is a fan hmm. but that's it's weird is it a replaceable that um that that placebo technology. <laughs> placebo technology? Mm. Yeah. I mean, I take three aspirin a day. <laughs> I'm all right. Okay. But you could use one of those ionizers in your room and spray. My sister has Nick, full he's house not ones spraying all over. in the closet. <laughs> oh. I'm just trying just to make it easier. Leave it alone. I, I I would spray in the closet. Just shut the door. To be honest. In my experience, if you brush or roll face frame and inside cabinets and you spray your doors, mm-hmm. no one's ever gonna. No, no one's ever gonna. No, know. I think no. it's gonna be that's fine. exactly how my kitchen was done. All right, you use that. What yeah. is that C two paint, Nick? Is that what that stuff was called? Yeah, I. I mean, I didn't myself do my kitchen. I had a painter buddy of mine come and do it. Yeah, but he used C two. Yeah, it's really good paint. I can um, see too. <laughs> yeah. Most people can see too. <laughs> and what's odd is you had it painted white instead of black. I know. I went completely opposite. I, That's because his really wife tried. was making the decision. Oh, okay. Yeah, she made the final decision. But actually, on the stairs, I was going to go black, or my wife wanted to go black risers on our stairs. And I said, no, let's do white. Hmm. So there's that. Wow. Look at you. You're, uh... I, I know. Yeah, I'm turning a new leaf. Wow. <laughs> I'm going to paint the You know who else that. is turning a new leaf is um, Jeff Douglas. Uh, <laughs> fourth, fourth Armor Woodworking. Oh, my fourth God. Fourth Armor. <laughs> Fort, Fort Hamer. Fort Hamer Woodworking. Fort, Fort yeah. Hamer. I like Fort He's turning fourth a new armor. leaf, so I hear. I like Fourth Armor. We hear and that. Speaking of um, Jeff Douglas, we got some new patrons this week that I wanted to take a moment and uh, shout out real quick. Yeah. Who we got, Jason? Well, we've got, it just says new patrons. So I don't know if this is the lower tier or the middle tier. The first one. It, I, I think we're just grouping them all together. All together. This is just a new patron. His name's uh, Tony Tang. 
and he's at TT Builds. I think I speaking of Tony Tang, I haven't had a glass of Tang in a <laughs> long time. They even I that had, stuff when you were a they kid. Still make it? I had something very similar to Tang earlier this week or last week. Sunny D. Yeah, I had some Sunny Ooh. D or Orangina. I can't drink Sunny D anymore. I had a bad experience in high school. We were making screwdrivers. Anyways, long like story, it. but I can't. I can't drink it anymore. <laughs> um, and then we have a new top tier. Ooh, the top, the top, top, top. shelf, and that is Alex Johnson. My cousin. And he's at Johnson Works. That's really your cousin? Sure. We're all cousins. <laughs> We're all related. There's very few Johnsons if in the you world. Go back, if you go back far enough. <laughs> yeah. Sure, our trees meet. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, everybody's yeah. got a Johnson in their family. <laughs> so, um... <laughs> if there's a guy, then yeah. <laughs> right. <laughs> wow. Alex, we're not we're not poking fun at your name. We're poking fun at Keith's name, right. just to be clear. Yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah. So Alex Johnson, welcome to the top tier patron. Big thanks to those two. And then we got some other top tiers that you know their name might come up at some point in the remainder of this podcast. We'll just have to see. You never know. Never know. You never know. Anything goes. Anything goes. Anything goes. So what have yeah. you boys been working on? Jason, I noticed you've been working on some, uh, this walnut, uh, what is that, a coffee table that looks like a beach chair or uh, pool furniture? It's a, it's pretty, pool, a pool chair. Pool, it's pretty ballsy. It's a very yeah. uncomfortable pool chair. The funny thing is, this is the progression of how this started. So I needed to do a video for YouTube this week, which is not going to happen. Let me preface it with that. My whole My whole goal in this was to just do it do a quick project to throw a video out this week, which it's not going to happen. And then my idea was I had to do something on Monday. I was out of the shop. I wasn't really working. So I was like, Tuesday, I'm going to do a one day coffee table build with five tools and kind of like be this like, Oh, he built a coffee table in one day with five tools. Were they all fest tool? <laughs> well, and then I started thinking about the design. And when I was thinking about the design, I was watching TV and there was this lady sitting in this pool chair and I had this like, you know, the retro style pool chair bases. And I was like, I wonder if I could make that in a coffee table base. Well, anyways, the whole one day five tool thing completely went out the window. The quick thing went out the window. This thing, I've been working on this for three days straight and it was a lot harder than I thought it was going to be. <laughs> There's a reason some things are metal and some things are wood. Let's just say that. And that's just right. a prototype? No, I mean, it's done. It's finished. Oh, okay. So explain. I'm not gonna, it's not a prototype. I'm not going to build another one. It's <laughs> so explain, because I didn't get to watch your stories. I saw it when it was square, but how did you, I mean, obviously a router to round those things off, but. I know when mm -hmm. you try to make square into round, you end up, you know, that bearing eventually doesn't have something to ride on anymore. Was that on the router table well, you did that? Or? Okay, so let's let's dive into this because there's <laughs> this is going to be a ridiculous video because I made some <laughs> I made some mistakes throughout this whole thing. Um, okay, my first thing was to get all the rounded pieces, like the curved pieces. I knew I was going to have to make some templates and then cut them out with the router. The problem is. All of the pieces are only an inch and a quarter by an inch and a quarter. So I made all my templates. They were looking good. And then I went over to the router table and I stood there for a second and I looked at the template in my hand, which is tiny. And I looked at the router table spinning really fast. And I was like, <laughs> there's no way I'm going to do this on the router table. I'm already a little scared of router tables. It's probably the thing that scares me the most in the entire shop Agreed. is the router table. And wow. the thought of holding this tiny little template to that um, bit just, it freaked me out. And so then I was like, well, I already have these templates. How am I going to cut this out? So I did cut them out with the router. I ended up just using the little trim router because I could really control it on that little piece. And um, I didn't have a bit big enough, though, to go an inch and a quarter with a bearing on it to catch on the template. So what I had to do was I used a quarter-inch spiral downcut bit and because it was a quarter inch, I just used the shank as the bearing, basically, instead of a bearing. Oh. So the shank caught on the template, but that still only cut an inch deep. And then after I cut that first pass that was an inch deep, then I flipped it over and used a bottom-mounted bearing and cleaned it up. So I got them all cut by hand. 
it was just a pain in the butt. But then my um, my plan to to make them appear round, they're not really round, um, was to yeah do a round over, half inch round over on all four sides. But because it's an inch and a quarter, I thought that might leave me enough for the bearing to catch every time. And it actually, it worked. Nice. So. Yeah. Well, you know what would have been easier than your template? A CNC? Maybe. Five axis? That's collecting dust in my (laughs) (laughs) Where's, where's, uh. You could have. Gary. Where's Gary? Gary Gary could have cranked out four of those, no problem. But to your, to your point, I'm completely doing this for content at this point. Mm -hmm. Okay. That would not be a very exciting video for me to just plug some stuff in the CNC and watch it cut it all out. Yeah, but that would be off camera. Yeah, right. (laughs) Right. We did that off camera. (laughs) And then I went to the router table. (laughs) Asterisk. CNC. Yeah. It is a router. But then I hooked the whole thing together with half laps, and as soon as I did that, I was like, "This is dumb." I should have I should have done bridle joints on all of them. Mm. The half laps actually worked great; they were perfectly strong. I just think bridle joints would have looked cooler. Yeah, but I, I mean, from what I saw in your stories, though, it looked like most of the grain matched to where it didn't. They didn't stick out like most half laps. No, I mean some of them stick out, but honestly, I think it kind of. Once I put the finish on, I think it kind of looks cool. It, 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 you can tell it's all pieced together, which I think kind of looks cool. And then I was a yeah. little worried about strength because it's only an inch and a quarter. Um, but but you actually, laid on it. Yeah, no, it's solid. I sat on it. I actually stood on it. It's totally fine. Once you get yeah. the top on there, it kind of hooks everything together. And But this is one of those things that I, I knew I wanted to build a base that resembled a piece of pool furniture. And that's it. I had no plan. I had... It just kind of happened as it happened, and I wasted, not wasted, I spent three days doing it, thinking I was going to do this in one day and get a video (laughs) edited. So now I just finished tonight, like, 15 minutes before I hopped on here, and I have yet to even touch the video. I was planning on trying to get it out tomorrow, but I don't think that's going to happen. Yikes. So. I won't. I'll be looking forward to seeing the notification pop up. Yeah. Take a week off, I guess. It's not going to kill me. No, which but I feel like every show we're congratulating you on a milestone. So congrats on 200,000 subscribers. Yeah, what the frick, man? Thanks, man. I don't know. Good guys, who, I, I honestly... Who are you paying over there at YouTube? <laughs> I have no clue. It's working. It's been, it's been crazy. I Keep paying them. I don't know why. It's... I'm... I'm I'm very happy about it. Mm-hmm, as you should. Lie. It's, it's really <laughs> yeah, nice, real. but I don't, I don't know. I'm Just green chug, with envy, chugging man. Along. Chugging along. Yeah, Keith, you're almost at 100, man. I checked Yeah, I hit, today. I hit I 80. 80. Yeah, I hit something. 80 today. Yeah. Oh, congrats, yeah. man. And Nick, you're going to be at 6,000. 2,500. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. You said that with such (laughs) conviction. I forgot what you were at. (laughs) Oh, my gosh. (laughs) 2,500, man, that's awesome. Good for you. Yeah, right. That's great. That's great. Mm, Yeah, I think um, this whole coffee table thing was really just a way of me to procrastinate starting on this boat. Don't get me wrong. I'm really excited (laughs) about the boat, but I I was reading through the plans this last week that were written definitely in, like, 1981. Yeah, I'm just nervous about it. I it's well, going to be one of those things that's just touch and go through the whole thing. <laughs> didn't you go to uh, D.C. and pick up the plywood or D.C.? Oh yeah, you were on Pennsylvania Avenue and no, saw that's the Washington, White House and Washington State. Yeah, uh, you said you were in Washington. Yeah, well, I got confused on which Washington. But yeah, I did pick up the plywood. <laughs> I got everything. Monday's the day. I'm starting it on Monday. I got no more excuses now. Mm. So. And I think the other thing that I'm just not really excited about is to start with, it's a lot of boring work. <laughs> oh my God. So nothing's like exciting at the beginning. It's like you got to do all this prep stuff. You got to cut your long sheet supply wood and then you got to coat both sides in epoxy. I thought you were going to make a drilling joke. Oh. As in it was a, it was <laughs> oh. a lot of boring work. <laughs> well, there will be a lot of that too. But no, you got to coat both sides in epoxy and then let that dry. And then you got to paint it over the epoxy with the marine paint. And then you let that dry. And then you cut all your pieces and then you coat those with epoxy. And I mean, it's just, it's a lot of like tedious work right off the bat before it all comes together. So, wow. yuck. 
I think it would do. How fine. many pages are in that manual? Um, I counted it. I just one. See, I did start on it because I took them out of the cheap folder they gave me. I put it in a three ring binder inside plastic sheets. So I did start. <laughs> Um, and I counted as I was putting them in there. There's 57 pages to this. Oh my plan. goodness. So. That's a big boat. Yeah. It's a, yeah. So we'll see. My goal oh. is that it'll float. That's my only goal. <laughs> that's your, that's pretty, that's pretty low goal. <laughs> <laughs> that's a baseline goal. Cause I'm pretty sure all then wood it would, cause then it wouldn't be a boat if it didn't. <laughs> yeah. So as long as it floats, I will count it as a success. If it looks like a boat, that's extra points. Mm-hmm. And if it can hold another is... person, that's, you know, just, that's shooting the moon, as Nick would say. <laughs> shooting the moon. <laughs> this is a boat with no motor, though, correct? Well, it it's going to have a motor plate on it. So oh, okay. I, can, I can put an outboard on it if I want to, which I'll probably get an outboard for it um, to take it around in some lakes and stuff around here. But I'm really wanting it to take down um, the McKinsey, which is the river that we used to have our place on. Um, and you can't have a motor on that river. Oh. Um, so it's just a rowboat at that point. Uh, so it'll kind of be like a, a hybrid. You can slap a motor on there. Sure. And then take it off. And, yeah. Mm-hmm. All right. Nice. Yeah. So Monday's the day. I'm sure I'll post some frustrating stories. <laughs> I can't wait. Nick, what else have uh, well, I seriously I haven't been able to keep up with anything? What uh, what do you got going on? We feel so unloved. Kim. I know. I know. I just had too much, I too know. many things of my own. I'm so selfish. Cage is like I, I'm going back to school, and I, it's I'm going to focus on me. School, I got it's not me or Nick that's suffering from it. It's David no, it's Summers who's really <laughs> at SOS Woodco. He's the one that's suffering. Oh, so sorry, David. Oh, yeah. David. We're sorry. Sauce Woodco. I um uh I guess last weekend I slapped paint on the rest of my stairs. Mm, did you spray yeah. it? So, you didn't spray it? No, no. Uh, I actually got I, why not? I went and well you have an ionizer. I didn't have now. air I yeah, didn't, why don't you just <laughs> I didn't spray have my it, ionizer cool. yet. I didn't have my ionizer yet. So I it was a little early for that. But no, I went to the hardware store and bought a trim brush and actually some nice trim. Did you do this out of spite? Because we were saying you were never going to do it, and you're like, F yeah. those guys. I, am I mean, not really it. spite, but I was like, I, I thought about what old, old Phil Philip Morris said, and I was like, <laughs> if I don't paint them now, I'll never paint them. Mm. Yeah, it's true. And I had time, so I did. We didn't have any kids last weekend for uh, like Saturday afternoon, so I was like, I'm going to do this. No kids around, No nobody going up and down these stairs. I'm just going to knock it out. So I, I painted them. Got it done. I, it only took me like m- maybe a couple hours. I was. Doesn't it feel good though? It's done. Yeah, it's finished. It was done. When I finished it, I was like, oh, "This looks great." Mm. I yeah. mean, it was nice to be totally done. I still need. I, I need to run a couple beads of caulk on uh, some of the stairs. But do you guys I mean, take? I mean, you said caulk. Yeah. Is it caulk yeah. or caulk? Listen, I think I always, modest. I said modest caulk in a say video, caulk. and people are like, "Oh, the use silent." People but say don't caulk, like saying so they don't cock. sound like they're saying cock, but it's cock. Yeah, modest people say caulk. Caulk. Yeah, well, I must be modest then. I never knew. I say silicone. You say caulk? I say caulk. I just say cock. Caulk it. No. Just got, I got to run some cock. Give me that tube of cock. <laughs> That's right. That's I Which I, but I don't know how I ended up doing this on YouTube, but I watched one, one video on like the best way to caulk stairs. And see, now you're saying caulk because mm. you're self-conscious. Did I say caulk? Oh, yeah. 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 I, I, I'm in my own head now. <laughs> so I watched a video on how to caulk your stairs just <laughs> as like a refresher, you know? And I, I was at work and the video got denied because it didn't go through the- The filter? The oh. the, the, the filter, <laughs> yeah. I'm just, I'm, I'm just kidding. It's not it well, you, that bad. You do work for a church, so who knows? Right. You just hear right. the word cock and- <laughs> It right. shuts down. Oh, I, I'm, I typed in the wrong word. Oh boy! So, right. Typed in. So it went to a completely different website. You typed out a cock a priest, and they'll forget it the whole thing. And went, <laughs> woo, woo, woo. Right. No, but now all of my recommended videos on YouTube are about cock uh. and cock. <laughs> all of them. I'm like, I watched one video YouTube. One. 
Just recommend me some like other stuff. I don't need to. I mean, ten ways to caulk better. Easier ways to use caulk. The right way to caulk. Yeah, you're caulking I mean, all wrong. Just you're oh. using your caulk wrong. Yeah. There's, is yeah. it caulk or caulk? <laughs> is it caulk or is it caulk? I, I yeah. mean, yeah, it's crazy. My YouTube recommendations are just they're they're destroyed now. Well, but from one video. Well, you just well, gotta mine go are in from and from my son. All <laughs> mine are just little toy videos. Right. Well, my account that I let my kids watch on is all Blippy. Hmm. If you don't know who Blippy is, man, I do not. Then you're not living. You, right. Then you don't have kids. And my son was watching, um, what was it, the Ryan Show? Did your kids ever watch that? No. It's this little Asian kid, and he just plays with toys and does science experiments. But he's probably like eight years old, but he's got a zillion videos on YouTube. Anyways, I was curious and I looked him up. Guess how much this kid is worth? 25 from his million. YouTube channel. No. A, a billion. $126 million. Shut your mm. bearded face. From just all he's doing I'm in is the playing wrong business. with toys. This kid's literally just playing with toys and his parents started filming it. And now he's, that's just insane. His parents are geniuses. Yeah. Apparently, it's crazy. We're in the wrong business. We are in the wrong business. I mean, I wouldn't mind getting paid just playing with toys. I'm yeah, just a you're just over there playing with your call. <laughs> I know. Oh Except I film that, and it doesn't. It gets demonetized. <laughs> you violated our whatever policy Community standards. Yeah, policy. yeah. But so I um I finished those up, but then. Kind of the same vein of uh, you, Jason, just seeing something and having to make it. I saw a little side table in one of our meeting rooms at work, and I was like, you know what? I need to make that. So I just straight up ripped that design right off of that table and and made one. And it's a little side table. You might have seen that. I posted it last, mm, yeah, last oh, week. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Nick. 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 Yeah. Not you, Nick at Stated Woods Co. <laughs> <laughs> yes. <laughs> You're getting much more subtle. Gosh. <laughs> natural. What a good segue. Love so it. how'd it come? It just was like a one-day build or what? Yeah, it was completely a one-day build. It was one of those things where like every now and then I'll just like have something come over me and I'm like, I'm not going to film this. I'm not going to do any stories. I'm just going to make this because I feel like I need to do something, you know, with my hands and just make. So mm. I did. And it it was like literally a one day, one afternoon, I think maybe five hours tops. It went from, I so I had this, these old uh, panels that I had made like 10 years ago for uh, wedding shows that I used as a faux wall that just kind of finger joined it together and were a wall of uh, Kentucky fence planks. Mm. And it was all like probably five quarter poplar, all that I brad nailed and liquid nailed to quarter inch plywood <laughs> as a backer. Nailed? 10 years, yeah, 10 <laughs> years ago. This is 10 years ago when I didn't care about anything. I just needed a faux wall. So I had these huge sections. I've got eight eight of these panels that that finger joint together to give me like a 15 by, I think it was about 15 by 12 foot wall that would stand up as a backdrop. And I used that like for three years at wedding shows. And I just have like my, my photography logo on it and some photos and this and that. Everybody loved it because it's Kentucky, you know, uh, fence wood and everybody recognizes it because it's, it was black. But I had all of that just sitting around. And I've had is it forever. everything black in Kentucky. Is that like a thing? Is that where you get it? Yeah, I think that is where it is. Because I mean, fences are black in Kentucky. It's it's really rare to see white fences. Is it supposed um, to represent like the charred inside of a bourbon barrel? Yeah, maybe. I don't know. I think it's because they just use the the tar paint, and and that's black. And they use the same on tobacco barns. Which, is there a lot of tobacco in Kentucky? Oh yeah. Tab it's it's horse horse farms and tobacco farms. Really? Uh, Kentucky's like one of the top tobacco. Is that what growers. you call them down there? Horse farms. Horse farms. Yeah. Wow. Thoroughbred farms. 
I mean, you either have like normal horses or you've got thoroughbreds. Oh, maybe horses I mean, just aren't that big a thing up here. We any place with a horse, we call a farm. You just call it a farm? Hmm. Yeah. No, these you got are a horse. Like, you must live on a farm. No, these are horse farms because they raise them. I mean, mainly oh, you, for racing. So they're like breeding them. Yes. Okay. Like these these horses cost more than my life. Well, that doesn't like, take much. No, not too much. Right. Yeah. But I mean, I think some of the stud fees on some of these horses, like, are, you know, a quarter million dollars. I love racehorses' names. <laughs> oh yeah, they're some of the best. They always have the coolest names, like Catherine Serp. <laughs> Or, you know? or Hugo and Bark. Yeah, Hugo <laughs> and Bark. Like, you know, win the Crown Derby. I just <laughs> The Crown Derby, that's... Isn't that a race uh, thing? No, it's the, the Kentucky Derby. Yeah, oh my gosh, you just... Oh, see? Beast, you just that's the... That's sl- slander. We don't have... You go you go west of the Mississippi. Is horse racing even a thing? I don't think you so. You got the Breeders' yeah. Cup out there in California. Yeah. California's huge horse racing. Mm. Okay, you go into the Northwest. <laughs> <laughs> you go into a 10 square mile of near Bend, Oregon. Yeah. There ain't nothing. Right. Horse racing. There's not, not a horse a thing. inside. They have a taco truck, yeah. and that's it. <laughs> How come the horse always gets the credit? The jockey doesn't get any credit. The, the jockey gets a little the bit. The trainer of credit, yeah. always gets all the accolades. The trainer gets most of the credit. Yeah. The jockey's the one having to hold on for dear life. Is he even doing anything, or does the horse just know what he's doing? Uh, the the jockey has to steer the horse when he needs to be steered. So, like, if if the jockey knows that the horse is going to turn on late, he'll try and get him in position to where he can go around the horses. So he's got to tell the horse to, you know, move over, this and that. But there's a lot of rules in horse racing that a lot of people don't know about, you know, being in the way of people or blocking and stuff like that. I don't even know all the races. It's or, or all the rules. It's, there's a lot of weirdness. I just, I just always bet on the long shot. Two dollars on the fifty to one. Please mm. win. Yeah, I, I, yeah. Horse meat's really good. <laughs> oh my god. Horse glue. It we is. Do that all the time. I had horse yeah, meat like, when we were in France. It was actually really tender. It was good. Really, it's not like grisly. Not the stuff I had. I mean, it was like in a stew, and they served it over um, <laughs> potatoes. But it was good. Oh, I liked it. All right. That's so weird. I think it's weird the things that like people eat but don't eat. Like, who said it's okay to eat cows, but a horse is weird? Mm. Well, there, What's uh, the yeah, difference? I guess that's true. What's yeah, the like difference? Why, why can you eat a chicken but not a dog? Well, the, Yeah. Well, you can eat dogs. I've had there, dog meat, too. It's not bad. A little more domesticated. Uh, <laughs> But people have pet chickens. Uh, that's true. Yep. Mm. The only you thing I would never eat is a monkey. No, no <laughs> monkey brains. That's a delicacy. I just Indiana feel like Jones it, loves I feel it. like I was eating a person. Doctor Jones. <laughs> Chilled monkey brains. <laughs> no, Doctor Jones. Doctor Jones. Slick shoes. Oh wait, that's a different movie. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, uh, well, what's new? What's what's next? What's in the? What's coming up? What's? Uh, I, I have a. I'm finishing these. I still have to pour the concrete tops for these outdoor patio tables. Um, and I have a white oak floating media console that we haven't uh, dotted all the T's and you know you don't dot T's. Cross the T's and dotted the I's in the contract yet. There but, you go. Um, so I went and bought a bunch of white oak that I found. And for you guys who like, hey, where do you get your lumber? And the, Facebook Marketplace and Craigslist is a gold mine because it's people like us who own wood misers and they, and they, they sell wood to feed their tool addiction or their woodworking hobby. And I bought 100 board feet of white oak, clear white oak three huh. years air dried three dollars a board foot what and it was all that's wow. that was cheap. four quarter but that's okay because i was only looking for that um but they're like anywhere from six to 12 inch wide boards i mean it's crazy is it dr- it's dry it's, three years it's air dried it's was 10 percent when i brought it wow. into my shop 
Man, where are the people storing this wood for that long? So they have it in their backyard. It's perfectly stacked and stickered, strapped and under a tarp. It's just like, I mean, this is what this guy does. That's half of his business is he's got a humongous wood miser and he's got a little lumber business on the side. So he takes trees that, you know, fall down in storms in Pennsylvania and cuts them up and yeah, he's got a good little business. I was thinking of a good business the other day. You know how the epoxy river tables are like this huge thing right now, right? Never seen Still. them. Yeah. Well, what if... <laughs> Wait, what? You poured <laughs> epoxy in a big form around a log. Yeah. And then on a wood miser, milled it up. So you are like building with epoxy wood boards at this point. So you're milling up epoxy you're river like tables. You're like slabbing river slabbing tables. River table. you're, you're basically milling up slabs <laughs> of epoxy and wood, and then you have, you know, dimensional lumber of epoxy and wood. I mean, people seem to like this. I think it's really ugly, but then you people could build that kind of crap without actually having to pour epoxy. You just buy the boards. It's already like that. I'd love to How say that's a stupid that idea, but I think it's a fantastic idea. Like drill. I feel like someone's going to, it's going to happen. Someone's going to do it pre-epoxied boards for building take like a, a a five or six foot diameter log yeah and it's round but then you build a form that's mm-hmm. like eight feet wide yeah like a big trough you pour yeah, epoxy all around trough, that thing, and you just and then you mill yeah, it up you just you're gonna it. get this it's gonna look like the same thing right it's it'd be a slab table i will every, say is really hard to um like, it's really tricky to, like, drill into or, I mean, when I built that pallet with the epoxy river table that I cut up, mm-hmm. it does chip and crack if you're not careful. So maybe that's the only downside. But that's also From, probably why you shouldn't be pouring epoxy all over wood, I'm just saying. Mm, yeah. We don't need to get into this again. <laughs> right. I'm still wondering what all those tables are going to look like in five to ten years. Uh, yeah. Mm-mm. I think it's going to be more like 15 years, but yeah, they're all going to be, I forget who was talking the other day. They're all going to just, they're going to end up at, at a thrift store. You're going to be walking through like a (laughs) Salvation Army or a Goodwill and there's going to be a giant river table there that's got huge cracks and checks the whole way. Five bucks. (laughs) Five bucks. (laughs) Yeah. Right next to the used toaster oven that nobody wants. It's ridiculous, yeah. but <laughs> right next to all the bowling balls that look eerily similar. Yeah. Wow, a, what is a bowling ball made out of? Thought it was. Uh, I don't even know. I thought it was some kind of stone, but I don't know. It's a big rock. Yeah, like ceramic poured <laughs> like liquid ceramic yes. bowling ball. It's just yeah. a rock. That's all I've ever seen. A sixteen-pound rock. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, it's a little jagged on the edges. You're watching doesn't, too much cartoons there. Doesn't kid. roll quite true, but that's what makes it interesting. <laughs> Perfect. I'm curious. I'm going to have to look that up. I want to know what a bowling ball is made out of. I saw, I think it was on Mr. Rogers, them making them. And yeah, it's some sort of liquid that they pour and then they like turn them. Yeah. And make them round and then yeah. Let's go on a field oh, trip real. to a bowling ball factory. I yeah. want. I got. I went to my my folks' place about. I guess it's been two weekends ago, and they were running a how it's made marathon. Yeah, I like that show on Discovery or something. And I got sucked in for like two or three episodes, and I was like just fascinated on some of the things of how stuff's made. I'm gonna have to see if they made one on on the bowling balls. Wouldn't be surprised. Yeah, I'm sure there's one out there. That's crazy. Yeah. It's probably just epoxy. <laughs> probably. Jeff Mack so makes them all. To, to yeah. climb back out of this rabbit hole, you <laughs> are probably doing a White Oak Media Center. Console. So it's a, you know, they sent console. me, it's one of those deals where they send you a picture from, you know, Restoration Hardware, room and board, and like, can you make yeah, this? Yeah, yeah. And it's, it's very simple, but it's, you know, was it six feet long, 16 inches high, 15 inches deep, and it just has two doors with no hardware that lift up but they want them to lift up and slide in and the top oh so which is you oh know, i know what you're talking about like where the tv yeah, yeah, is yeah. yeah but the problem yeah. is uh finding hardware like you know accuride makes some there's some places that make some but these are going to be 33 inch wide white oak they're going to be heavy 
So you need something that's going to oh. be kind of robust and and long lasting. So I found some other ones that Nape and Vote make. Um, buddy, mine. I wonder if you could make your own. You could, and the ones that Room and Board. If you did like a combination of like drawer slides and cabinet hinges, somehow. that's exactly what these are. Yeah, yeah. If I'm saying just, like I don't think it'd be that difficult to figure out. But I, you know, I don't want to spend time. Uh, experimenting is, you know, it's not a lot of money in this thing, and I don't want to waste time experimenting. Think of the content opportunities, <laughs> Keith. Well, that's All why I'm taking sounds. it. It's because of the content. <laughs> <laughs> but I don't want to. I don't want to sit there and fight, fight with drawer slides. Uh, yeah, I hear you. What if you just did tambour doors? Oh my god, are you kidding? <laughs> that's way more what? work. And then you figure like I think those are amazing. And then after years, when those one th- expands a little bit and the thing sticks and they can't get it open, and then I just don't want to deal with that. That's why you undersize them just a little bit, all of them. I mean, I'm not Michael Alm. Keith can't here. do that. His tolerances have to be spot on or yeah, nothing. that's true. What what am I thinking? Yeah, yeah. So that's uh, that, and then uh, you know, some guy uh, is interested in. Have you guys seen those Jory Brigham Jacks tables? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, you know, he's got, which you would look at and think, oh, it's that's a pretty simple design. So I'm trying to draw the thing on the computer. And I know they're all right angles. They're all. Uh, Are you doing it with the steel? No. Doesn't he have like steel yeah, caps Yeah, no on steel, him? just all walnut. Oh. Okay. But I could not get it on in SketchUp. How to, I had to build a full-size prototype to get it. Mm. And it still took. Because you couldn't do it on a computer? Trying to get, when you build, so you build a cross and then you have to tilt it. So you basically have an X, but that and that X, yeah. that X needs to lean backwards at an angle, uh-huh. and then the piece that holds it up like a kickstand needs to be the exact length as the other pieces coming off. Like trying to find the right. exact measurements, and it only has it has to be twenty nine inches tall. So trying to coordinate all those dimensions and measurements and angles, like I couldn't do it on the computer. So and I did it in you about just an hour, hour and a half. With plywood. Whenever I do things like that, and maybe this is how you did it and just didn't work, is I always just draw a out a two-dimensional yeah, rectangle, yeah. and then I just make everything way longer than it needs to be, so it breaks through that plane, and then I just kind of tilt it. Did that not work? I, I did do that, um, but then you have, if when you make each leg too long, you're above your line and below your line, and then trying to wiggle them into it. Just, I cut, mm. you know, I'm not that savvy in SketchUp. So for someone who's good, I could have said, Oh, I'm not either. I'm sure I would have had the same problem. So, and you know, I'm no. just one of these people. I just need to, to see it in front of me, and I just couldn't get it. Yeah. So, so you did a full size mock? It literally took an hour. Yeah. I ripped down strips of plywood and made four by fours, you know, by just. Uh, oh, just like boxes. Yeah, and then bang, I had it. It took a little bit to kind of nice. get the right length, um, but it, you know, each kind of uh, leg ends up being eighteen and a half inches roughly off the center. So, is it really like only three lines though that intersect? Yes, is that what makes the whole table yes. just three lines? Yeah, you have an X, yeah, okay. an X, and then from that center, you have two other pieces coming. One off that it. goes through the middle of yes. it. Yes, right. Think okay. of a jack. Yeah. That well, that's over. what I'm trying to think in my head. I'm like, it's been like 30 years since I've seen yeah. a Jack. It's like a three dimensional plus sign. A three. Di- <laughs> <laughs> it's like a plus sign laying on the side with something yeah. impaling it. Yeah. With a little yeah. extra. So yeah. It's, yeah. So that and uh, <laughs> I don't know what else. I think that's that's kind of it for right now. Someone else asked I about a, a f- bench, but I don't think they like the price so. I had a funny experience <laughs> last night. So I worked with this interior designer for a really long time, years, and I would do furniture for him. And um, I knew that she was doing this, but I just didn't care. But she'd always send me pieces that she'd want me to build, and they were from this store that she really, really liked. So, you know, she'd just screenshot a picture of the piece and then want me to duplicate it. And it was from this store called McGee & Co., which is kind of like a high-end, I don't know, kind of high-end store. Anyway, so I ripped off so many pieces from this place. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, apparently the lady that owns this store, she just got a, she's also an interior designer, and she just got like a Netflix um, show where she does people's houses. 
and my wife was watching Wait. it the other night. What what Netflix show? I don't know, McGee something, McGee and me. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> me and Bobby McGee. I don't know, but it's this lady. But watching the show and watching her design because she uses a lot of her own pieces, it's it was just weird because I'm like, oh yeah, I've ripped that one off. <laughs> yep, I ripped that one off too. <laughs> Thanks. I made all of that stuff. Thanks, I mean, I was just you know I was trying to make my designer client happy but it's just funny when people send you pictures and just want you to rip off things rather than just buying them from the okay <laughs> here it is yeah now the reason the reason she wasn't just buying them is because usually it's like she liked that piece but it needed to be three feet longer or whatever you know it wasn't the right size but sure it was just funny to watch this show no i and follow basically her. see identical things it's studio <laughs> mcgee studio mcgee and she got 1.6 million followers, and then McGee and Co. is the other one she has. It's like almost 700,000. Yeah, she's like a blonde lady. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's very... Literally, when I worked for this designer, every single picture she would send me was straight from that website. Wow. Wild. She's got a Netflix yeah. show, though? Yeah. It's like, she's like the new Joanna Gaines, apparently. Yeah, she's know. very Joanna Gaines-ish. Yeah. <laughs> well, so, that's wild. That was fun. Did you make plans mm -hmm. for any of those ripoffs? No, no, I wouldn't do that. What do you? You don't think so? <laughs> no, I did do some YouTube videos. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> showing people how to make them. Yeah, why not? There's no um, law against that, right? Yeah. No, oh, I'm sure there I'm is. Not. What am I know? Oh, no, probably. there's not. There's but not. what are the chances she listens to the podcast? She can't be one of the 10 people listening right now. Well, I just sent her a not DM, really. so it's probably a pretty good bet. Oh, jeez. <laughs> <laughs> uh, oh, oh, but I also got a new saw stop, which I... What? You know, people say, like, when you get a domino, oh, that's cheating. I feel like I am cheating with that saw. Because the fence, I've just been dealing with that rigid saw for so many years, and the the dude, I don't know how you've had that rigid <laughs> saw this long doing what you're doing. I mean, that's insane. But right but now, I mean, that is just it's a, such a delight using that saw. <laughs> I it's just so, so pleasurable. Uh, What'd you, you end up it, getting? Set it off yet? No, I did not. Almost because uh, I got the three horsepower professional Nick uh, thirty six. Oh, very G nice. Glide, whatever. Uh, I almost did because I went, when I was building the platform for that uh, walk-in closet, I bought went and bought some two-by-sixes to rip down. And uh, I said, you know what? Wet. I said, let me just check the moisture content here because I know wet wood will set this thing off. So I measured them. One was 10, 12, 14. And then the last one I checked was 55. I was like, Holy cow. I was left out in the rain? Where's the puddle at You the can bottom? always feel those ones when you pick They're them heavy. up. They're like They're twice like as heavy. Yeah. pounds. But two days later, it was down to 10%. So I I huh. don't know whether I was, it gave me a, bad, a false reading or it was literally right on the surface. Are you sure right you didn't stick the thing in your arm instead of the two <laughs> Yeah, but I stuck them in my tongue. No, because it's the one that reads three quarters of an inch. It's like it's a, uh, what do they call it? A prickless or a pointless or a... No, no, you're uh, pinless. Yeah. Oh, that's me. Yeah, it's pinless. No oh, right. Yeah, pinless. <laughs> yeah. Pinless. So all balls. Uh, anyway, uh, I don't know where we're going there. But yes, yeah, fifty-five. The, that's high. It was. Yeah, it was like it was literally. They just cut it, which they probably did. Did you get the the three or the five horsepower? Yeah, the three. Talked to a bunch mm. of people, and you know, just like for what we do, you, you know, the five is just you know spend that thousand bucks yeah, elsewhere. I have a. I have a three horsepower, and I've never been like, man, I really wish this thing was. Mm -hmm. I've never had a problem. Yeah, I cut like eight quarter on there, no problem. I don't know. Mm -hmm. Yeah, just keep your blade sharp. Yeah, just watch. Well, I don't, and it's still. <laughs> yeah, I know. I know you don't. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, that's been the new, the new shot. But I had to. I thought we went. Didn't we talk about this before? I had to rip down my whole bench because that saw is two inches lower than my other one, and. No, whole... I think this was after after oh, okay. the last episode. Yeah, I saw that on your your stories. Yeah, maybe you confuse talking to people on your stories with talking to us. Yeah, can't tell be. us apart. I, you know, that was two weeks. Two weeks ago. I can't be held responsible. Yeah. That's right. For remembering that, and we're talking to a Brit. <laughs> mm. 
Philip Morley. Right. <laughs> On that right. note, um, so Phil was our first guest, and I should probably mention, well, we talked about our patrons. I shouted some of them out. If you're not a patron, you should sign up at uh, patreon.com slash shop sounds podcast shop sounds yeah see i'm on a roll got it anyways you should sign up for that but also if you would like to hear somebody on the podcast as a guest that you think would be interesting to listen to and would you know break up the monotony of just our boring voices then you should send us a dm or something give us some suggestions because we are planning to have more guests on here maybe like every other episode or something Mm -hmm. and we love to have you know people that are interesting so Maybe yeah, we're not we've thinking got, of somebody. We've got Phil big was pull. literally the only person we could think of. Yep, that's it. We're out of people right now. Who's <laughs> the only one? So. Right. Elon Musk was busy. Yeah, he was busy. Trump's busy trying to do an election, so we're out of people. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but no, hit us up on Instagram. Uh, I don't know that I haven't been, I mean, I run our Instagram account. And I will be the first one to say I literally post and ghost. Mm. I don't really uh, keep up with it. But you mm. can hit us up on Instagram there at Shop Sounds Podcast or hit us up individually and we'll... Uh, no, don't do that. We'll read your DMs. Don't hit me up. No? Cage is like, don't hit me up. I won't read them. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> hit me! <laughs> KJ reads every single one of his DMs. I'm really bad about DMs. I read them all. Don't I don't necessarily respond to them all because I get. I was just thinking this yesterday. Ouch. I get. I get distracted. Just broke a bunch of hearts. I right did. Now. Well, I open it up and I read it, and then I all of a sudden something else, like something else comes through on my phone, and I get distracted, and then I forget yeah. to go back and answer. I mean, they're, they're not like long questions. They're just. But KJ has left me on red since 2007. <laughs> And I started typing, so he's got the three dots there blinking. Like right, he, I'm still waiting for that response. I'm like, he's typing. Yeah, I'm writing he you a book. He it every day. <laughs> Where is it? Where is it? Dots are still going. He's still writing. I'm so bad at responding or reading DMs that people have started commenting on my posts that they sent me a DM. Oh, boy. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Yeah. And then I'm like, oh, and then I have to go like find that person and be like, oh, yeah, you did. And then I feel bad. And I usually respond to those. So I guess that's a workaround if you really want me to respond to a dm you can come shame i'm into it yeah shame me into it (laughs) it's tough sometimes keeping up it is tough sometimes oh hey you want to hear something crazy that happened this last week so we've been on a complete burn ban in oregon because of wildfires we couldn't burn anything which is a problem for me because that's the way i get rid of all my scrap wood oh so basically all summer long my scrap wood has just been piling up and what i do is i take it out to our pasture and i just dump it out there and it the pile has been growing and growing and it's just monstrous well finally this last weekend they lifted the burn ban so i could burn it all Mm. so i went out there and what i do is i like start a little fire at the base of the big pile just with some dry wood and so i'm like knelt down really close to this pile and i'm lighting this fire and then the fire kind of like starts but it's not going so i lean in really close to like blow on it to get it to go so my face is like right close to this little fire but it's close to the big pile and i blow and all this hot air kind of goes into the big pile and i kid you not the biggest snake i have ever seen (gasps) shoots right out at my face dude come on just like it didn't like it didn't like try and bite me it just was trying to get away from the heat and just like shot out past me and like slithered over the top of my shoulder and kind of down my back because i was kind of hunched over and then took off into the field did could you tell what kind no, I was too busy trying to clean up what was in my pants. Oh my god, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna be able to sleep tonight. I don't oh, even I hate, mind. I, hate I don't snakes. even mind snakes that much, to be honest. Oh. But it was just like, because I could, it was like happened in slow motion. I just saw it like shooting towards my face. Uh, yeah. So. Anyways, that's that happened. crazy. I've got a snake story too from this past week. I was sitting out. I'm gonna put you on mute, by the way, because I don't want to. Okay, hear go this ahead. One. But you was, have you have poisonous snakes down there. Yeah, we have a lot of poisonous snakes. Not a. I I have seen like very very few snakes around in my neighborhood though, but I was just out front in my living room drinking a cup of coffee, just looking out the window. It was like probably eight thirty in the morning before I was headed to work, and I'm just looking out the window, drinking my coffee. And I see this 
little motion go through my front yard. I'm like, what is that? I can't, what, what is that? And then it goes over the curb and into the street. And it's like probably a four and a half foot long black snake, probably like a rat snake. So nothing crazy. But I was like, that's a big snake. And it just went across the street. And I, I, I yelled at my kids. I said, hey, y'all, come look at this. And they hey, all go y'all. to the window. Yeah. <laughs> like Redneck's famous last words. Hey, y'all watch this. <laughs> and they all get in the window and I'm like, do you see that snake? And they're like, yeah. I'm like, watch it. And it just, it crossed the street. It went into my neighbor's yard <laughs> and then it disappeared. And they, my kids would not go outside that entire day. My wife was like, they won't go outside. I wouldn't either. They they just will not go out. I'd still They're be like inside. Terrified. I'd move. Yeah. <laughs> we got to move. That's like, that's it. They're, we're done. Oh. No, I'm I'm almost certain that it was probably in my yard hunting chipmunks. Mm. Because we have like this outbreak of chipmunks in my neighborhood. Like me and my neighbors all surrounding me have said that they have just noticed like just crazy amounts of chipmunks. And they're making holes all over the place and burrowing, and you can see holes in the yard and stuff. And at first, I thought it was snake holes, so I was like, "That's not good." But then, you know, you see. I understand, like having the conviction to devote yourself to like a religion, whatever your beliefs are, your beliefs. But to devote yourself to chips, (laughs) I don't get it. (laughs) Chocolate chips? I could devote myself to those. Absolutely. I was, I was on just a completely <laughs> different wave path. I was like, I have no yeah, idea. I didn't know where he was going. <laughs> on that note, <laughs> maybe we should call it quits for tonight. Oh, let's hang this up. Let's head yeah. to the after show, eh? Yep. We're Close going the to the after right. show. And if you are not a patron, you can get access to the after show if you sign up to be a patron. And where can they find that, Jason? At shop shop sound slash patreon.com. We did not buy Patreon. Yeah. Oh, did I flip in them the, around again? In the last patreon.com slash shop sounds. There we go. Podcast. Yeah. Find us over there. Sign up. All patrons get access to the after show. And we are headed there now. So we will see you on the next one. Peace. See ya. Thank you.